Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, I got to ride a roller coaster ride on Thursday. I had some highs. I had some lows. Let's recap the losing card for you. We'll start with the coin flips. They haven't been running the best of late for me. So I guess maybe I'm a better handicapper than the coin, but uh, I don't know. In the NBA, I had the Hawks and the Nets over the 227. Yeah, they didn't get there. In the NHL, I had the Coyotes and the Maple Leafs over the six and a half. They didn't get there either, so I lost both of those. College basketball handicap goes two and two. I lose on Jacksonville State minus the three and a half. They lose outright. I lose on Seattle minus the six. They get destroyed in the first half. That was an embarrassing handicap. Probably didn't help that my best player gets tossed early in the game for a flagrant two. But nonetheless, tip your cap to UT Arlington. They kick butt on Thursday night. I cash on St. Thomas. The Tommies get the job done on the summit. They cover the seven and a half handily over Omaha. I cash on Washington. Minus the two and a half in the Pac-12 over UCLA. You also backed that one on Twitter. So thank you for the votes and thank you for the winner on the Huskies. We've hit back-to-back on Twitter. So let's try to make it three straight today and get that back into profit. We'll get to the card for Friday in just a moment, but let's start with a trivia question. I had a tough time coming up with a trivia question. So if you guys ever have a trivia question that you want me to share on the podcast, send it my way. I'll be happy to add it to the card. But here we go. On Monday, it's a big day. It's March Madness officially beginning with the A-Sun Tournament. On Tuesday, the Patriot League, the Sun Belt, and the Horizon joined the Madness with first-round games as well. So those four conferences went 0-4 in the big dance last year. But what was their record against the spread? We'll get to that in just a moment. But now, let's get to the card for Friday. And we start with Mac Daddy Hoops Mac play of the day. And it's Fairfield, plus the one and a half at Marist. So it's two of the hotter teams in the Mac facing off on ESPNU tonight. Fairfield is in first place. They've won six of seven games. Marist just had their five-game winning streak snapped by St. Peter's on Sunday when they lost by nine. The Stags won the first meeting by 21, so that's a little bit of a concern because Maris will be out for revenge. Fairfield is mostly healthy or healthier than the first meeting. Meanwhile, Maris might be without Max Allen again tonight. He missed the first meeting, and then he could be dinged up for this one. The Red Foxes have one of the best defenses in the country, but the Stags can shoot the triple. They rank 11th in the country shooting the three-pointer. Fairfield has an experienced and explosive backcourt, and they just won on national TV last week at Quinnipiac. Fairfield has won four straight over Marist. Tonight will be number five. Give me the Stags of Fairfield, plus the one and a half on the road at Marist. And once again, to get a full recap and summary of every bet in the MAC, please follow Mac Daddy Hoops on Twitter. Next up, we go to the Atlantic 10, and this should be a good one. It's Dayton minus the one at Loyola of Chicago. Both teams are 12-3 and in the A-10, tied for second. It will be the first and only meeting in the regular season. It's a shame these two didn't play each other twice. The Ramblers are 13-2 and at home this year, losing to Illinois of Chicago. A little bit of a head-scratcher there. Then they also lost to Richmond at home. But they have seven wins at home this season over top 110 teams. They had to expand that out to 110 just to get a little more W's in there. Lyle of Chicago had their seven-game winning streak end on Tuesday, losing by 15 at St. Bonnie. They ranked number two on defense, but offensively a little bit challenged at times, ranking number 10. 
Dayton might be the second best team of the conference right now, but they have the only tournament ready resume this season. They're five and four on the road. Plus they have neutral site wins over LSU, St. John's and Cincinnati. They've won on the road at SMU, Davidson, Duquesne, and St. Joe's, to name a few. But they dropped three straight on the road versus top 100 teams, losing by five at Richmond, by two at VCU, and by four at George Mason. The Flyers are number one on offense, number three on defense in the A-10. This one's not going to be easy, but I think Dayton just has too much talent. They'll get the job done tonight. So give me the Flyers of Dayton, minus the one, on the road at Loyola of Chicago. Next up on the card, we go to the A-Sun. It's Lipscomb, minus the two and a half against Eastern Kentucky. So Eastern Kentucky is number one of the conference at 12 and three. Lipscomb is number three at 10 and five. The Bisons of Lipscomb are 11 and one at home this season. Eastern Kentucky is four and nine on the road. Lipscomb has won three straight. Eastern Kentucky is coming off a loss by four at Austin P. last time out. Eastern Kentucky won the first meeting, 80-72, to 72, back in early January. Eastern Kentucky's balanced. They're third best on both ends of the floor. Lipscomb is not. This is an interesting team, a little bit of a wild card. They're number one on offense, but they're number 12 on defense. Maybe like Illinois, I guess, what I watched in the Big Ten the other night. Lipscomb has a top 100 win this season at Florida State. They also have three top 200 wins this season over UNC Asheville, Wolford, and Chattanooga. 10 games this season scoring 90 or more points. I like teams that can score. Yes, they can score 90 or more 10 times this season. They're at home. It's the last game of the regular season. They're facing the top dog in the conference. I'll back the home team here at the short price. Give me Lipscomb, minus the two and a half over Eastern Kentucky. Next up on the card, we got to the MAC. It's Ohio, minus the seven against Bowling Green. So potential letdown spot for the Bobcats of Ohio after the big win over Akron on Tuesday. Ohio's now 16 and 12 in the season. They're 10 and five in the MAC. They have three straight wins, and they have the second most efficient offense in the conference. They have five top 200 wins this season. Meanwhile, the Falcons of Bowling Green started the year 14 and four. They look like a powerhouse, but now they're just 17 and 11. They're eight and seven in the MAC. They've lost four of their last five games, and they rank ninth on defense in the conference. They do have four top 200 wins this season. Against top 200 teams, though, on the road this year, they lost at Oakland by 19. They lost by 16 at Akron. They lost at Toledo by 16. They lost at Louisiana by 26. Not good. All blowouts by double digits. Ohio is 11-3 at home. Bowling Green, 4-6 on the road. It's a revenge spot for Ohio after losing at Bowling Green by 5 back in early January. The Bobcats appear to be clicking at the right time. They have nine double-digit wins this season. Let's make it number 10 tonight. Give me the Bobcats of Ohio, minus the seven over Bowling Green. Then your coin flips on the card in the NBA. I selected the Charlotte Hornets at the Philadelphia 76ers. Total of 215 on this one. Heads it is. Some of the over 215 between the Hornets and the 76ers. Then on the Frozen Pond, I selected the Philadelphia Flyers at the Washington Capitals. Total of six here. Tails it is. I'm on the under six between the Flyers and the Capitals. 
Now to your trivia question here. It was a weak one. I apologize for that. But the record against the spread for the four conferences was 3-1. and one. In the A-Sun, a very memorable game. Number 14, Kennesaw State lost by five to Xavier. They actually led the Musketeers by 13 in the second half before Xavier stormed back to get the win. But number 14, Kennesaw State covered the number last year. In the Sun Belt, number 13, Louisiana took Tennessee to the wire, but ultimately lost six, or excuse me, 58 to 55 in a good competitive basketball game so they easily covered the number in the horizon number 16 northern kentucky played houston tough they lost to the cougars 63 to 52 ended up being double digits but it was closer than that down the stretch so they covered as well the only team from those conferences not to cover was from the patriot league number 15 colgate lost by 20 to texas I had Colgate in that game. Didn't work out for me. But uh, three and one against the spread. So when these conferences tip off tournament time on Monday and Tuesday, just think back and say, hey, we have some teams that covered last year. I need to pay a little bit of attention to them. So now let's recap my card for Friday. It's I'm excited. It's March. March Madness is here. I've been watching high school tournaments on the TV of late. Uh, and now we get to conference tournament action on Monday. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. And actually, after the first weekend of the NC2A tournament, I get sad and depressed because the number of games start decreasing. And even this weekend, we have fewer games on Saturday. And it's like, hey, where's my 150 games I like to watch? We will not have quite as much action from here on out. But here we go. Here's the card for Friday as I go ranting and venting all over the place. Mac Daddy Hoops Play of the Day. Follow this guy on Twitter, by the way. He's doing a great job. Think he, I, I don't know what he is, but he's almost, what, 15, 16 games above 500 on the season in the back. So he's a good follow. He's got Fairfield plus the one and a half on the road at Marist. We're all over that one. In the A-10, I'm on Dayton minus the one at Loyola of Chicago. That should be a dandy. In the A-Sun, I'm on Lipscomb minus the two and a half against Eastern Kentucky. In the MAC, I'm going to lay the number with Ohio minus the seven against Bowling Green. NBA Hornets and 76ers over the 215. NHL Flyers and Capitals under the six. That's my card for a Friday. Enjoy the games. And as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.